Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Yes, we are here. We are back. Uh, hour number two. We're into the afternoon edition. Kenny, guess what? Hmm. We, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but it's here today. National Happy Pizza Day. You know, I was tricked the other day. It was, uh, I, I saw that it was National Pizza Day, but you're right. Today's the day, so. Today is the day. I apologize for now, jumping the gun. I don't know what happened, but today's National Pizza Day. Yep. Now, I also, this morning, on our morning take that we get every day from the state of Minnesota, I got the list of the top 15 pizza places in in the state of Minnesota. Oh, okay. Well, actually, the top 20 pizza places top in the state of Minnesota. Top 20? Is, yeah. is Uno Pizza still on the list? Uh, let me see here. I'm uno. looking through oh, Uno, Uno, Uno. I don't see it. Okay, I think they pulled out of the Twin Cities Metro Market. They used to have some locations oh, okay. uh, down there, and uh, we used to go there. Well, anyway, there. anyway, guess who number one is? Well, it has to be Sammy's. Sammy's in Hibbing, though. Is is Hibbing their their headquarters? Well, that's kind of that... the flagship. That's where uh, you know Sammy's got its start. Okay. Anyway, that's number one, so I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that at all. Number two is Elmar's Best Thing in Plymouth, Minnesota. All right. Never heard of it. And then comes Punch, Napoleon Napoleon Classic, Cosetta. I think I've heard Cassettas, of that. Uh, downtown St. Paul, a very good yep. uh, Italian pizzeria, deli. Uh, yes, very good pizza. Okay, that's number four. Number five is Pizzeria Peso. Yeah. Deeply worth the drive. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I doesn't say. Pipestone? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Oh, okay. And then, then number six sounds like a great pizza place. This is the kind of pizza place I would go to. Okay. Fat Lorenzo's. Oh, yeah. Fat Lorenzo's is awesome. <laughs> oh. And then you've got Andrea Pizza, Slice Shop Downtown. Where's Devani's? Uh, let's see, Davani's. Davani's. Well, Davani's. Davani's. D a v a n n i. You got Ranked it. Right, number fifteen, Davani's. Out of twenty, okay. Always had fun yeah. when we went there. Uh, Is Chuck number, E. Cheese number, on the list? No, no, <laughs> okay. no. No, you got, but but there is a place that I've had a pizza there before. Believe it or not, have you ever had a pizza at Vise in Bewabik? No. It's excellent. It's ranked 20th. Really? Vise in Biwabic. Oh, well, yeah. I'll have to check it out some weekend. Let's see if there's anything else up in there that would. Well, Giordano, Giordano's in Sh- uh, Chicago. How about Green Mill? Green, no, Green Mill's not on didn't here. Didn't make the top 20? Nope, didn't make the top 20. Mama's for True East Siders. Jake's for those from Wilmer. Um. Red Savory franchising has helped. I don't know what that means. Olives, uh, unique crust descent. Jets Pizza, Parkway Pizza. Oh, and then we got another one on the range, Kenny. Dave's in Virginia. There you go. You got to go with Dave's. So that's it. Top top twenty uh, pizza places in Minnesota. Did you supposedly. say Parkway was on there? Yes, I believe it was. Let me see. Yes, Parkway Pizza is ranked number 17. 
I wonder if that's where we used to go, but if they changed their name. I thought they were called just simply Park. Huh. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even name the city, so I can't help you out there. All right. How about the uh, pizza slice at Costco? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I think it's the hot dog they're famous for, isn't it? That's what they're famous yeah. for, yes. The, Sabaro uh, well, Pizza fact, at the mall? Sabaro's? You know. No, no, no. no. Okay. What, what is the deal with Costco's? You get a hot know. dog. I, I don't go there. You get a hot I, dog I, and a Coke and something for, is it five bucks? I mean, it's a pretty good deal. I, yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. Okay. I don't shop there. I don't. Why would I go there? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It's just us and I, I me, you know, me and Jan. We're not going to go to a. You know, you no. got to pay a hundred bucks a month to shop. Sorry, or no? I know. Is it? A, is that what it is? No, no I think no, it's that I'm, annually, isn't I'm, it? I'm, yeah. I'm exaggerating. I think it's like yeah. what is it? Fifty, sixty bucks a year. A year, and and it's great <laughs> if you got a family of seventeen. <laughs> You know, yeah. you can buy that kind of stuff where you buy. You can't buy three or four chicken breasts. You got to buy a hundred of them. You know. Well, that's, that's interesting. So Sammy's in Hibbing, number one, ranked number one. Boy, and did I couldn't they get disagree. that right. Now, but, is uh, yeah. Pizza Luce not on the list? Pizza Luce is not on the list. Well, that's surprising. In fact, there's nothing in in Duluth on this list uh, other than Sammy's, of course. Well, Pizza Luce is a Twin Cities-based pizza joint, but, uh, yeah, we have a location here in Duluth. Huh, interesting. Norm's Wayside for Wright County. Mm, Have you ever been there? No. How about the Quick Trip Pizza? No. No. (laughs) Okay. No. Right. No, but they have some good ones. I've I've had a couple of quick trips that aren't too bad. Well, they're not going to be on the top 20 list, but Jan and I no. were out to Sammy's on uh, Tuesday night, and uh, we had uh, we had the macho. Yeah, you were saying that. It's great. And and I, I said that must be the meat lovers, and you said there was. There was like five or yeah, six Yeah, pepperoni, got, uh, Canadian bacon, Italian sausage, Canadian. and kosher salami. But the thing is, when you Ooh. go to Sammy's, they've also got other things there. You can get fish, you can get chicken, you get stromboli, which is a huge East Coast dish. But it's yeah. hard to go to Sammy's without getting their pizza. Without getting a pizza, yeah. And, and we have friends, uh, well, one of our daughters, so one of Kathy's daughters, uh, that lives down in Des Moines, every time they come north, that's what they call ahead. Say, you guys get us a couple of Sammy's pizzas, will you? Okay, now you got us all our molds are watering, Brad. When is pizza served? Oh, I know. Probably around noon. I don't know. Okay, it's, it's also right now. It's also yeah. chocolate day. Oh, I, I got a couple of those sitting here. I'm eating on those. So and that's good. It's meatballs for everyone at Midwest Communications, courtesy of Super One. Super One brought in a variety of meatballs. I think it's just to kind of have us talk and promote their deli for the upcoming Super Bowl parties. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh, I got to tell I you, bet, Brad, huh? th- th- these were fantastic. We had some wild rice. Uh, it was almost like a wild rice with stuffing. And then we had a variety of meatballs, and it was all good. It was all really good from Super One. You know, you can't beat you can't beat Super One. You go in there, their deli. Uh, I happen to know one of their deli managers, uh, the, the runs the one out in West Duluth, and she does a fantastic job. And I'm sure that if you picked up a bunch of chicken wings and meatballs and th- stuff like that, you would be doing yourself great. Just like. You know, you can't beat the window deals that are available at Les Grumdahl Window and Siding. And I got to tell you, Kenny, if you remember last winter when you swore you'd do something about those old drafty windows, 
that were costing you a fortune in the heating bill? Well, now here we are. You're running, uh, you're, you're turning on the heat and you're getting raked over the coals on heating your home. Stop the madness. Have less Grumdahl window and siding install new energy-efficient uh, Infinity windows by Marvin. They're Ultrex fiberglass replacement windows made right here in Minnesota, which are energy-efficient and protect, and for your wallet and your expensive energy bills, they will protect you from them. Call Les Grumdo Window and Siding today at 728-3060 or visit lesgrumdahl.com. So, Kenny... When you need new windows or doors, who are you going to call? Oh, boy. <laughs> he did it to me again. You call Les Grumdo Window and Siding. That's who you do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's what happens when you get a show like this and you gotta, and you get the busy phones ringing. You got everything happening. And you got you to gotta make that happen, you know. Well, we don't have too long here. No Les Grumdo. The loose central class of 1975. <laughs> I, I truly apologize. Sarah got a phone call, and she came in to tell me during that that somebody was listening to you and I talk about Costco and the hot dogs, and the pop Ooh. that is refillable is a buck fifty. A buck fifty? That's what this person claimed. Why would you claimed. not go just and get that? Well, that's I what mean, I'm saying. Hot dogs are yeah, good. maybe yeah. the annual fee is worth it for the hot dog and the refillable pop. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. Oh, anyway, I was really getting into this because I thought for sure you were going to be jumping Well, let's do it again. One. Let's go back through the end. Just pick it up from the okay. end. Okay. All right. The I'll last... pick it up right from the end. Okay. So just the last line here. So call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060 or visit him online at lesgrumdahl.com. So, Kenny, when you need windows or doors, who are you going to call? Les Grumdahl, Duluth Central, class of 1975. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. All right. Hey, uh, guess what? I'm Uh-oh. reading. <laughs> oh, I'm reading a story that somebody somebody missed their uh, somebody missed their drug uh, pickup. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Here, here's the story. Uh, authorities in New Zealand announced Wednesday that they had intercepted a three and a half ton shipment of cocaine afloat in a remote swath of the Pacific Ocean. Some fishing crew were out doing their routine going fishing, and they noticed a rather large object floating in the Pacific Ocean, just all by itself. And it was barely above water. Well, they went over to check it out just to see what it was, and it was a large metal container like a a 10 by 10 metal box floating in the ocean. So they called the, the uh, uh, like the Coast Guard, the equivalent of the New, New Zealand's Coast Guard, and they uh, came in and picked it up. It was a shipment of cocaine inside this metal container. Once they opened it up, they found, uh, thir- what, how many blocks was it? Let's see. Oh, 181 uh, bales of cocaine, large size shipment split into 81 bales headed, they figured headed to Australia. The Royal Navy, uh, Royal New Zealand Navy uh, ship hauled the seized narcotics on a six day trip to New Zealand where the drugs will be destroyed. It was called Operation Hydro. 
Uh, but they figure that the cocaine value, now this is where somebody is really going to get in a lot of trouble here. The cocaine value was $315 million. And it was just floating in bricks out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean all by itself. Nobody anywhere in sight. You know the difference, the big difference between marijuana and cocaine is? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, marijuana okay. is in Schedule 1. Drugs are in a Schedule um, Schedule 1 being a high risk of... Um, a high risk uh, potential of abuse and no medical um, use at all. Marijuana. But that's not true with marijuana. There is medical cocaine use for it. is in Schedule Two, which has a high potential for abuse and has an accepted medical use for treatment in the U.S. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I got to tell swear. you, Brad, I know <laughs> firsthand. Cocaine is a much more terrible drug than marijuana. Oh, God. But, you know, now why are you talking about this? Is this something that just came up? Was this recent or? Yes. Yesterday they they found the uh, this 10 by 10 floating metal box in the ocean yesterday. Uh, It was all uh, contained uh, in one floating metal box. Yeah, but there were bricks. They were all right, right. Uh, sealed bricks in there, but it was all in that one yeah. box. Did they leave an 800 number to call? Million. Did they leave the 800 number to call to claim it? No. Oh. No, they didn't. But they assumed, well, and, and oh, in fact, man. I shouldn't really say this. Probably we don't want to talk about this because somebody, the word will get out. But they figure there probably is a few Navy ships from New Zealand just kind of gradually floating through that area, checking to see if anybody comes looking for a container that may have been floating out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean. Oh, boy. Anyway, Kenny, I got to tell you, we got uh, we got Congressman uh, Stauber coming up very shortly after the CBS News, but I got to tell you this. I stayed up last night and watched the wild. Uh, I think we're going to change the name of the Minnesota wild to the Minnesota mediocre team. <laughs> well, I'll They got s- some issues. Yeah, they do. And I don't know why a guy like Matt Boldy signs a big 50 mil... Uh, contract, and then he turns into a lazy player. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, he, Brad, I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of his. No. Uh, get, get send him down. Bring up uh, Walker. Bring up uh, Rossi. Let's see what these guys can do. Let Boldy think about uh, how he needs to be a better player in Iowa. Well, I'll tell you what. The whole team didn't look good. Uh, Krill did a beautiful passing job on the one goal they got, but they were outmanned, outshot, out hustled, out everything. They just they didn't. They looked. Yeah. Yeah. We better. Uh, we better think about a break here. But let me ask you this though: When do the Wild play again? Just a quick uh, heads up. Oh, man, you know, I I don't know off the top of my okay, head. We'll I mean, oh we'll, well, no, we'll it just takes me a couple of keystrokes here, and uh, okay. you can listen to the Wild on WDSM, the game, seven ten a.m. And they're going to play today, tonight, seven o'clock. Uh, this is the start of their big homestand, by the way. They're going to start tonight That's with right. Las Vegas. And uh, okay. they got to get things rolling. They need a big, long six, seven, eight game winning streak. Yes, they do. And it's got to start tonight. Anyway, we'll be back after this break, folks. KDAL time, 1227. We're going to go 1228 in 2 1, 1228. There it is, and 38 degrees at the Army Corps. Well, we want to get uh, Tom uh, from Port Wing on here before we have to run up against our CBS News break because we got Congressman Stauber coming on shortly thereafter. So, Tom, uh, good afternoon to you. Well, good afternoon to you, Brad. Uh, you know, after the State of the Union uh, address, 
then uh, President Biden came to Wisconsin, and I wanted yes, to talk about. Yeah, you know, he comes here, and his big thing is he wants to uh, talk about uh, how uh, the Republicans want to get rid of Medicare and Social Security. And, oh, you know, I stumbled across a Bob Dole, the late Senator Bob Dole's comment about that issue, which I've always considered the oldest barn and or the oldest horse in the barn, which is Democrats and Social Security and how Republicans are going to take it away. And Bob Dole's comment was, you can always tell it's Halloween because that's when the Democrats go around scaring old people. And, <laughs> I mean, it, it just never ends. He apparently thinks that this is a winning issue for him, and he was feeling his oats, you know, that he comes to Wisconsin and drags up that same issue again. You know, it, it's it's not a winning issue, and he didn't win on that. And nobody no, believes no, it anymore. I mean, it's it, it's just as old as could be. And then later on in the day, I seen him on PBS uh, with Judy Woodruff, and he, uh, in regards to uh, the classified documents he had, I don't know oh, yeah. if you've seen it, but he he threw his whole staff under the under the bus. He blamed <laughs> them for it all. Yeah, I did I mean, see that. It was everybody's fault, was him. <laughs> Exactly. So those were my two comments this morning. I, I think he's a despicable right. person bringing up those two subjects uh, the way he did. And then then uh, he takes no responsibility either for his actions on the no, classified documents. Not. Remember, this, this so. whole idea of uh, the Republicans wanting to get rid of Social Security and Medicaid, this goes all the way back to the elections a number of years ago uh, when, when they had the— uh, when they had that despicable uh, television piece of uh, of some uh, Republican congressman shoving an old person in a wheelchair off a cliff, remember that? It was yeah, just despicable. Yeah, yeah. and they, and they yeah, still go to that. Yeah, it is. Hey, so uh, yeah. I guess that's going to be his campaign theme. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what he plans. Well, on we could be ready for it. Hey, we got to go to CBS News, and uh, shortly thereafter, we're going to come back with 8th District Congressman Pete Stauber. KDAL time is 12.33, 37 degrees in Superior, Wisconsin, 37 degrees also at the Army Corps of Engineers. And Brad, on the phone, we have our very own hockey-friendly Congressman Pete Stauber. Well, Congressman Stauber, you might be looking for a part-time job. I understand the Wild needs a little uh, zip right now. They need somebody that can put the puck in the in the net. Well, I, I certainly cannot fill that role. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> so did you have to sit through that Tuesday night? Uh, well, you didn't have to, but I'm, I'm sure you did, right? Well, so the, the State of the Union, it's always, uh, it's always really a privilege to attend the State of the Union, uh, no matter what party uh, controls the White House. And I brought uh, a guest from Duluth, and, and we had a good time uh, before the event, uh, went to uh, – uh, a reception and 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 we got seated early and she was up in the balcony and of course I was uh, on the house floor and um, it was it was um, some of the things that uh, the president said were misleading some of them were absolutely not true uh, and it's disappointing uh, uh, in, in my opinion uh, to um, have that world stage and then they mislead and lie just for political purposes. Uh, and uh, he was called out. Um, the, the, many of the papers across the country called him out uh, for his misleading statements. And uh, I think one of the major newspapers gave him like four Pinocchios for his lies uh, and deception yeah. during the speech. 
Well, he should be a little bit more cautious, I think, when when you sit when you have a sitting president that has a a, a approval rating of forty one percent that is close to the lowest level of his of his presidency. If he's actually thinking about running for reelection, should be a little more cautious about what he's uh, what he's doing. Um, well, look at I, I got to look at. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, look under his leadership. Look at the crisis after crisis after crisis. Open border, fentanyl coming through our border, killing Americans uh, by the thousands every single day. Uh, and uh, he says the border's secure. You talk to the agents and actually go down there. They, it couldn't be further from the truth. He missed the people when he said the border was secure. Uh, we had a uh, we had our airspace uh, invaded by uh, a balloon uh, that we believe was taken data. Uh, over our air bases uh, from Alaska through the Midwest part of this country and down through yep. the Carolinas. It, it's really unacceptable. And, and I think on the world stage, um, this president has failed uh, time and time again. You know, it's interesting to read on this balloon thing, uh, Congressman, that uh, the military is now saying more and more that once the Chinese knew that they were observed, that they knew that the balloon was being tracked, that they used that, that they changed direction of that thing numerous times so they could get it out over a number of dif- different military establishments. Well, we look at uh, we look at the opportunity of this, uh, that they had to shoot it out. They, they shot it down over the ocean, but it was the wrong ocean. Yeah. They shot it uh, uh, over the Pacific Ocean, yet they let it uh, uh, go through the, the heart of uh, the United States, gather data uh, and intelligence, and, uh, you know, other sorts of information. So, you know, the, the Chinese Communist Party is our adversary. They've been trying to take us down militarily and economically. And to show weak leadership uh, on this uh, on this issue is, is simply unacceptable. And we also have to have, uh, there has to be a, a command and control uh, within our Department of Defense. Uh, you know, well, the commander-in-chief should be notified, no matter who's in the White House, immediately. Uh, and, yes. uh, you know, we, we see there were some delays uh, in some cases in the past, they didn't even tell the commander-in-chief. And so I will just say that um, uh, there's going to be oversight hearings uh, on the issue. Um, a briefing was uh, held this morning. And, and so, you know, we're going to get down to the bottom of it. Uh, our national security is a priority. Congressman, were you as uh, awestruck as I was when uh, when the president actually said, uh, you know, we're going to need uh, uh, we're going to need oil and gas for another uh, decade? That's the first time he'd actually said something like that. And, you know, those of us that know uh, how much of our vehicles are built, not just with gas, not run with gas, but that the uh, the plastic uh, units on the cars, the dashboards and so many other things are yeah. made of those kinds of products. We know that we're going to need these for years to come. And yet oil companies don't know what to do. They don't know if they should keep trying to find new sources, if they should stop altogether. Uh, it's a confusing time, I think. 80, but Brad, 85% of the world's energy is traditional oil and gas energy that has brought many uh, uh, worlds and worlds and or any, rather many countries and communities out of poverty, and and that's the yeah. that, that's the goal of that. Uh, 
And uh, obviously, the, the the attack on the tr- traditional fuels is, is simply unacceptable. And uh, you know, as we transition, this administration wants to force that transition. And when they force that transition, they don't even want to mine critical minerals in the United States in northeastern Minnesota. Yeah. They ban they banned mining, including taconite, in 225,000 acres of northern Minnesota unacceptable it's wrong yet enter into a memorandum of understanding with the congo who uses child slave labor and zero environmental yeah. standards. and and by the way uh, we're finding out more information they're spending american taxpayer money to mine in like 16 other countries and that's why i say this administration better get on the side of the american miner and the american worker rather than investing in in foreign workers well, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are living up in the northern part of your uh, your congressional district that have been used to having the ability to have a half-decent job, a decent-paying job, and have a career doing it. They're worried. I'm sure a lot of them are worried that these jobs are going to go away. Hey, Brad, these are multi-generational union jobs, and he just because for political purposes, just pulled the rug out from underneath them. This administration didn't even allow an environmental environmental impact statement to move forward like they do on every other project. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and and just for political purposes, uh, made the decision. And again, investing in foreign adversarial nations. We had a hearing today, uh, and I asked uh, a professor from Missouri on the science and technology, uh, in the science and technology division, and I asked him this question. Where would the United States uh, of America be if today the communist country of China and Russia stopped selling us their rare earths and critical minerals uh, as far as national security? And his answer was, we would be devastated. This this was his answer. The expert said, we would be devastated. This country would be devastated if they did that. How did we allow this to happen? We have to we have to uh, have uh, permitting reform for our mining. We have to uh, mine it here under the best labor and environmental standards. We have to uh, process it here, and we have to ma- uh, have our manufacturing here. And we can do that. We just have to have the political will to do it, Brad. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh, and, and we know that it can be done so successfully here uh, with all the right environmental controls in place, and yet uh, we're fighting an uphill battle on it. No, well, exactly. I'll tell you, you got your hands full. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm I, we're up to the task, you know, as the chair of uh, the Energy and Minerals Resources, which has jurisdiction over on and offshore oil and gas and mining and critical minerals. It's uh, uh it's right in our wheelhouse uh, to be able to uh, change the trajectory of this country into more American-made, American-mined, American-manufactured. Does the economy feel like it's starting to settle in a little bit and get a little uh, a little bit better? I mean, it seems like inflation is kind of up and down. We see some products, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we saw eggs go right through the top of the roof. People were worried about the cost of that. But but other things are settling a little bit better. Um, we, we need we still need a lot of uh, jobs filled, don't we? Well, absolutely. And, you know, talk about inflation. Um, uh, let's talk about inflation. When Joe Biden came in, inflation was at 1.4%, and now he's celebrating at 6.5%. It, it, yeah. it's, devastating. it's devastating to the lower and middle class that affects that uh, in higher inflation affects them the most. And it, it affects all of us. Um, in, in such a manner, we have to choose between how much food to buy, how much gas to put in our, our vehicle, um, and, and it's, it, it doesn't have to be this way. And it all it starts with supply chain. 
It starts with the yeah. supply chain, and that's where permitting reform in all areas, not just in, uh, not just in, in mining, but uh, NEPA, uh, National Environmental Policy Act, reforms all across the country to allow these uh, places, these people to invest here. Look at what just happened uh, in Talon, uh, Talon Metals, the nickel they want to mine up there. Because of Minnesota's uh, um, regulatory process, they, they're going to ship the ore to North Dakota and process it to there. To North Dakota. Yeah, to so the far western side of North Dakota. Yeah, you know, and we just had uh, the Huber Mill in Itasca County uh, provide 300 jobs. Um, they, just, uh, they just put a press release out. They're not doing business in Minnesota. They're gone. That's 300 jobs at the mill, but those secondary jobs around the community are important. Uh, and uh, we have to, in Minnesota, we better, uh, we better start being a, a business-friendly state because we're losing business uh, every day, and then businesses aren't going to come to our great uh, state, even though we have a ready, able, and willing workforce to do so, and capable workforce, well, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But when you see the tax rates going up uh, to the state like they are, and it's something that just blew me away this morning, Congressman, I was reading a story out of Minneapolis, uh, you know, we've got the biggest surplus that we've ever had in the state of Minnesota, and yet more people visited food shelves last year than ever before in Minnesota. The two just don't seem to jive. I mean, how can you be collecting the largest tax surplus in the history of the state and more people using food shelves? That's, that's right. And you can also look at look at how hard it is for our seniors just to just to make it. You know, I, I remember interviewing a senior. By the time she paid all of her bills, she had $12 in the month for herself. So that's simply yeah. unacceptable. And, and the Minnesota State Legislature has still has time uh, to not tax Social Security. They still have time to do it. And I think it's the right thing to do. These seniors need that money. Uh, and uh, we need to, uh, uh, you know, r- remove the tax on our senior social, ser- social Security so they can enjoy it, so they don't have to live on $12 extra a month. That's um, crazy. That's real, that is really, uh, yeah. You know, our seniors earned uh, their Social Security checks, and uh, we ought to have their backs. So was there anything else striking that you took out of the uh, State of the Union the other night? I mean, we've talked about so many of them, but uh, anything else that really struck you? He was, uh, uh, President Biden was very, very, um, I mean, he was angry. Uh, I mean, I was like 25, maybe 30 feet away from him, and he seemed very angry. And I think the viewers saw a couple times where he's actually started screaming. Uh, and, yeah. Um, it was concerning to us all. And I, I have uh, my good friends on the other side of the aisle. I talked to them, and, and the ones I talked to said they were they, they were concerned on, on uh, how erratic he was up there. So, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, we want uh, we want the best for our country. Uh, we have uh, the Republicans uh, now control the House, which controls the purse strings, which we know uh, can can benefit uh, all of us. So I'm looking forward to uh, GOP leadership, uh, where there's that commitment to America, strong economy, safe nation, uh, legislation built upon freedom, and make our government accountable. So that's kind of that's what we're looking forward to. And that's what we've done so far. Look at the, look at what we've done in the first three weeks. Uh, oh yeah, Congress we. We defunded the IRS agents that were coming after uh, the middle class. Uh, right. So. Well, I think good, good, good I, I think we're seeing checks and balances again, Congressman. I think that's what we're seeing again: some checks and balances. Uh, uh, Brad, you're exactly right. That's what the American people voted for. Uh, we, we're a check on this administration, uh, who has uh, spent almost seven trillion dollars in two years. Wow. 
Well, thank you, Congressman Stauber. We uh, always appreciate your time when you're available. And uh, anytime you want to talk to our listeners here in the 8th District, please give us a shout. Uh, We'll be more than happy. And we love the fact that you kind of give us a bird's eye view of what's really going on on the ground there in Washington. That sounds good. Great to be with you. Uh, Have a good weekend and take care of your families. All right. You as well. Thank you. Well, Kenny, we have to do our uh, Minnesota news break. Let's do that, and then we'll come back and wrap up uh, this hour here on Sound Off in the uh, afternoon. KDAL time is 12.53. Let's go for 12.54. There it is, 12.54, 32 degrees in Eveleth. I've got 36 degrees in Superior, 36 at the Army Corps of Engineers, and 36 in Hayward. And if you're traveling south, not down in Florida where Don on a cell is, but if you're traveling into southern Wisconsin, maybe you're heading down towards uh, the Madison area, my goodness, they are under a winter storm warning, four to six inches around the Madison, Wisconsin area today. Well, you know, Kenny, you mentioned Don on a cell from, and he's down here in sunny Florida. You know, when Don and I head south in the in the fall, we lead a caravan of thousands of people from out of Minnesota that come down here with us. It's it, it it's a whole group of people called uh, snowbirds, and they come down. Uh, Don, are you uh, getting some sun today? I'm sitting on my upper deck here, Brad, uh, looking through palm trees and uh, beautiful sun, little clouds, and a nice ocean breeze today. So, Okay, stop, I, stop. I, I, <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I suppose it could be worse. I don't know, Brad. Uh, I got a couple of things today, Brad, um, and uh, yes. I'll go by them quickly. I, I, I'd give some advice to the Republicans and Pete. Now that they control the House, they need to bring up and pass laws that for everything that the Democrats are for. So they're for school teachers and funding education. They, they, they need to bring up school choice. You want to pass a law for school choice. Put them all on the record saying, you know, if they're against it or for it, we need to pass a law on our border and protection um, and and get the get both sides to vote. Because the low information voters on these issues, you know, whatever they're spewing from the Democrats, they believe it. So um, as long as we put them on the record, we're, we're good. I I uh, put uh, the cartels as uh, list them as uh, vote to list them as terrorist organizations and uh, and slowly dismantle them with our military. Um, we need to uh, pass laws that uh, maybe instead of just defunding those IRS, IRS agents, defund uh, the $350 billion that went to the EPA and, uh, I don't, you know, pass regulations that do not allow these people to come up with or, you know, to shut down any of our mining and oil. Uh, we need to streamline the pro- come up with a law that streamlines the process. You got 12 months to come up with an answer, um, either – you know, and no more holding it up forever under lawsuit, under lawsuit, called under the National Emergency uh, Act, I think it's called, uh, for our own protection. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is for Republicans or anybody, I, I, I'm, I'm just going for the average working guy. You know how they have sure. those missing persons posters, Brad? Uh, yes. I want those plastered in every union hall every billboard of Tina Smith and Amy Klobuchar because they have been absent in supporting and being outraged by what they just did in northern Minnesota, uh, to me, um, as far as mining goes. We have the minerals. We have the know-how. We have the people. um, And uh, these people want some type of green energy thrown down our throats. There's no more shutting up what what the good Lord's given us. we got to take the – 
remove these people, expose them, quit voting for party, vote for policy, and uh, maybe we can get something right. done and move this nation you just, forward. You hit it right on the head. Stop voting for politics and vote for and parties and start voting for the what what you want to oh, see oh. happen and done. You know, most of us, uh, Don, can agree that there's got to be some other ways. We're going to have to find a, a, a future that are going to have more more energy provided and other sources than just oil. But you can't shut it off overnight, and you can't say tomorrow we're all going to have to have a plug-in vehicle. And that's kind of what we hear from the Democrats is almost that everything has to be done now. Yesterday, right. Walls and the Democrats passed a law here in Minnesota that we have to be uh, totally carbon-free in our development of, of electricity by, uh, it's like 10 years down the line. I don't know that we can do it. We can certainly try to get to those points, uh, but there's a limit at uh, what we can do on some of these things and, without bankrupting whole industries. And this Worth thing that we've grab. done in northern Minnesota is just besides crazy. It's just, it, it is utterly crazy. What's built this country is cheap energy. Cheap energy brings in manufacturing. They always like to tell yep. you it's wages. And, you know, it's wages. It's not wages. It's not. It's uh, cheap energy. And we can't overregulate. And uh, everybody wants to manufacture in a country that's not run by a dictator. That's a safe place to build and sell their products. If we, if we get rid of regulations and go back to cheap energy, we'll all own the manufacturing market. Amen. Well, listen, folks, we've run out of time this hour. we got another hour to go, though, so please stick with us. Don, enjoy the sun today. Don't get too burned.